0: everybody, welcome to episode two of a pretty new podcast, Fruits of Fatherhood. Uh, my name is Trevor McClure, for those of you that don't know me, and if you've never listened to this, uh, it's been about five months since I've done one. It's been a little bit, and uh, really what the podcast is about is it's just a, a podcast version, an audio version of a diary of my journey as being a father. Uh, what it's like having a little baby girl. And when I say it's been about five months since I've done one, it's been about five months since my daughter Amelia has been born. And I wanted to do this tonight because I, I feel like something really impactful happened tonight. You know, I didn't, I didn't really have a plan for how often I would do this. I didn't know if it would be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. And, you know, it just so happened that quite a bit of time, Fast and it should be five months tomorrow. the time I'm recording this, and what I realized is that I really just needed to, to take a little bit of time and, and to slow down. And by the way, it, the audio kind of sucks, I'm sorry. I'm sitting outside; it's a beautiful night. So yeah, sorry about that. But that's what i was saying. Yeah, I really just I I, I really needed some time to slow down. And I guess just digest life as it was happening. I'm not sure really how to explain it. I just think that for a little bit I was doing too much. And I didn't think I was doing any of it well. And that's just honestly how I feel. And I kind of felt like that about every aspect of my life. I mean, I felt like as a teacher that I was was doing okay. But I thought I could do better. Uh, I kind of do this every year around Thanksgiving, Christmas time, where it, it just it feels so exhausting. and it, it, It's a tireless, thankless job a lot of the times. And I, I don't know, I just i felt like I was disappointing my kids. I felt like I was disappointing myself, that I wasn't living up to all that I could be as a teacher. I felt the same about my walk with the Lord. I felt like I was I was failing. I wasn't doing all that I knew that I could. And, you know, I just remember when the quarantine started, I started doing home church with my wife and friend of ours. And we were just meeting at her house, and it was her and her kids. And we, we really were just dive into the word, dive into worship and just explore God in a totally new and unique way for me. And it was the best time of my life and, and I got away from that. And it's affected me completely. You know, and I just I think when everything else in my life I started to feel like I was in a way failing. Failing feels like a big word. Uh, so that it may mean, not be completely accurate, but Again, I I just felt like I wasn't living up to my full potential. And I don't know if we ever do, but I just felt as if I wasn't even close. And so, I I really got away from the Word a little bit. I got away from worship. I didn't feel like I was being all I could as a teacher. And and man, as a father, those first couple weeks, the first month really, I'm not going to lie, it... it sucked a little bit, you know, I just, I loved Amelia so much. She was just so pretty and she was so little and I just loved everything about her, but man, it was just, it was hard. It was hard not sleeping. You know, I know that everybody says that and it's almost cliche that when I would hear people say, oh, just, you know, you're never gonna sleep again. I wish it hasn't been true lately, but you know, in the beginning, Man, it just, it really affected me. I realized that when I don't get a lot of sleep, I'm not the best decision maker. I, I don't respond to things well. I don't speak to people the way that I should. I'm as respectful as I could be. You know, lack of sleep really was just hurting my psyche. It, it was affecting my mental health. It was affecting my physical health. I was just eating garbage, you know, just because I felt like crap all the time. And... I just kind of piled it on by eating horribly, and the lack of sleep, lack of sleep, of hurt, and I, I felt like a lot of you know things I would do as a dad weren't what it. It wasn't always the right thing to do. Like I, I can't even think of an example. You know, I know. Like a couple months ago, or maybe about a month ago, we were we were trying to get Amelia to. Uh, sleep on her own without you know, us really going to her every time she cried so we were just kind of letting her cry out and crying out and I thought it had been like an hour I, mean, I don't know how long it had actually been but I thought she had been crying for an hour and it wasn't because I just wanted to go to sleep I just felt so guilty I-, I felt so bad just listening to her cry like that I couldn't take it anymore. more out but the passing in her mouth and, and whether it was the right move or not I, I don't know but uh, my wife, she was like, well, I'm just trying to get her to you know, sleep on her own and get used to going back to sleep on her own. And it just really it offended me when it really shouldn't have. You know, I took it personally, and I just, I just shouldn't have done that. And a lot of little things like that happened. I'm not saying that my wife bowed upon me. I'm just saying me and myself, I was taking offense to a lot of little things, and I was, I was going into these wormholes uh, of just negativity, which is something I haven't really experienced in, in a year or two, like back when I was dealing with my depression, and anxiety, and I just felt like I was failing at everything, every little thing I did, I, I felt like I was wrong, I wasn't told it was wrong, but I just personally felt like it was wrong, and so I had to make some changes uh, for my own sake something I had to really understand was that nothing could be right if my mental health wasn't right. Nothing is going to work the way it should if my relationship with God isn't what I want it to be, what it should be. And so I did a few things. One, I started eating right. I still don't eat perfect. You know, there's still some things that I eat that I probably shouldn't, you know, the occasional, uh, I go really hard on Mexican food, you know, there's a burger here and there, but, you know, things like that, but I started eating pretty good, and I go to the gym every single day, you know, I might, I might take a day off a week, you know, or if I just, for whatever reason, feel like my body needs rest, I, I really try to listen to my body, and uh, I try to adapt to my body's needs while trying to simultaneously push it through these workouts, and so I started working out. I started eating, eating clean. And I've seen some really good results. And uh, I'm, I'm happy with the way that I look for the first time. Now, I, I still want to get better. There's still some areas that I want to improve in. But I'm really happy with the way that I look and feel. And it's made a big difference just having some confidence. Because confidence is something that I never really had a lot of. In high school, I was really self-conscious, and I think that's one of the reasons why I did get into to drugs at you know such a, a younger age, because I finally felt like I fit in with people, and I was doing something that other people were doing, and I felt like a friend of these people, and to be honest, when I got clean, I, I mean, none of them reached out to me after that. Uh, and I realized that it wasn't really friendship, it was just partaking in something that I really should have been doing. And, uh, but again, it was just trying to fill a void. I was really just trying to fill a void that it had been there since such an early age. You know, I felt like I was a disappointment to my parents. Again, just not living up to what I thought I should be even as a child. I had really high expectations of myself. And so I kind of created this self-inflicting void. And I didn't know how to fill it. And so I tried to fill it with all these other things. And I realized that I have to start taking care of myself. And if I want my life to improve around me, I have to make sure that I'm okay. And I'd always thought that was selfish. And I, I, I've always put others before me. And there's something wrong with that. But I realized that I had to take care of myself. And so I started working out. I started eating clean, And that made a big Big difference. Just as a little confidence booster, I I sleep better. I'm drinking more water. I just I feel better. And another thing is, I really pushed to deepen my relationship with the Lord, and that's just been the the greatest aspect of my life the last couple months. And I feel like I've just seen my life drastically improve. I dream happier dreams. If I do have a, a bad dream or whatever, which I feel like I've I feel like've I've had nightmares in the past, but a lot of them are just weird, they're perverse, they're odd. and I wake up just kind of lost and, and a little scared just because I don't understand what my dreams are, and what they meant. But now when those things happen, I wake up and I just respond to them better and I just go the other way. I focus on all the blessings in my life. I, I respond to those things with thankfulness for all the things in my life that I do have and it's because of the Word. I, I, I've really been soaking in His presence in, in the Word and taking it to heart. I started every morning, you know, I, I really enjoy having headphones in. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I realized that I needed to just spend time listening and talking with God. So on my walk with Pinky, which takes like 13, 14, 15 minutes, I just pray the entire time. And and I listen. And I pray and I listen. And it, it just starts my day off a little bit different. Uh, and, you know, I might listen to whatever while I'm working out but then you know when I get home and I'm getting ready and then when I'm going to school I, I listen to to some sort of biblical podcast you know whether it's Todd White or Bethel or Eric Haller, these guys that these groups that I, I really respect and you know, I believe in trust their knowledge and it just it, it it leaves me encouraged and, and uplifting, and you know, it's like I just—it allows me to put on love before I even get to work. It allows me to put on love before I really start my day, and it—I think it's really impacted my responses to people, to, to my kids at school, to my wife, which has been really important to me. And what I've noticed about my marriage is that like the last few weeks, the last few weeks have been. Predator. Even at the point where I've noticed little little differences in, in the way that my wife and I are at home. Like, you know, on the couch we usually have our kind of separate spots. We've been sitting closer together and that's meant a lot to me. You know, just having a little bit of contact. I feel like we've hugged more. I When we sleep, we I feel like we're a little closer. You know, sometimes I'll wake up and and she's laying on top of me, like not literally on top of me, but she'll have her head on my shoulder. And it's just, it's nice. Those things weren't happening before, really. I don't know why. You know, again, I just think I was so in my own head, maybe. And I feel like I was always processing things, but I wasn't processing them in the correct way. You know, I was just really starting to struggle. And so, again, when I started to deepen my relationship with the Lord, I saw all these things start to change in my life for the better. marriage has just been so good, I, I can't say it enough, I'm just truly so in love with my wife right now. And I've just realized how much she means to me and how happy she makes me and how good it feels just to have her around to do stupid things with her, do meaningful things with her, to talk about what the Lord's doing in my life, to to listen to her day. I mean, all these little details that I would just kind of let life pass by, I just realized that wasn't the way to live. And it it allowed me to, you know, when I was deepening my relationship with the Lord and, and getting to know Him more and more and begin to understand how much He loves me, it allowed me to love her more. And not only that, but it allowed me to receive her love more, more than I ever had. And it's just been so important to me to understand that I am loved. Again, you know, I never felt like I deserved love ever in my life. And to be honest, it almost killed me. I remember I told a therapist that the one time I've ever went, I told her that hey, this is the worst part of my life. Everything was falling apart, and I told her. And a lot of people listening to this don't know this, but I told her I didn't want to kill myself, but I didn't want to be alive either. And she told, and she told me that almost everybody that she spoke to had said something very similar. And I look back on it now, and, and where I'm at today. And the biggest difference is that I learned how to receive love. I, I learned how to receive the gift of life and the gift of love for the first time ever. And it just made me appreciate everything so much more. I'm just so thankful for everything in my life right now. And that just brings me to, to a and really, what led me to want to do this podcast tonight is something that happened. Me and Cassidy were sitting there we're watching this movie. We're watching uh, Stranger Than Fiction. It's a movie about Will Ferrell and Ross his life is being narrated. It, it's a really interesting and unique movie. And Amelia, I mean, she's been kind of fussy today. I mean, she never cries. You know, in the middle of the night, she will. It's maybe. But during the day, she never really cries. She just doesn't. I mean, she's so good. It, it blows me away how just she's so happy and content with life. And she's so content with being with us, with with being around people that love her. She's just so happy with life. But today, she's just been a little fussy, just a little irritated, it seems. And, uh... There was a moment where I've got my legs on the table in front of me and she's just laying on my legs and she's kind of looking at us and playing with her toes and Cassidy's just got her head on my shoulder and I'm just looking at her. I'm just looking at all these little details like her eyes that are that are grayish blue. I'm looking at her eyelashes. She's grabbing me both sets of toes and, and try to pull it into her mouth she's playing with her little feet she turned her head out looked at her ears and just how how tiny and cute and adorable every little aspect and I just started crying and I didn't really know why but I realized that <laughs> I don't want her to get big I'm just enjoying her in the stage so much where she's just learning to be so observant and and she just seems to be adoring life and it's such a beautiful stage of infancy I I just love her so much and I, (coughs) I just love how much that she's Relying on us and I just love how content she is with wiggling her little toes and, and trying to eat her hands and shoving her whole fists in her mouth. Like it's all just it's fascinating to me. And I'm sitting there crying and just so thankful, but I just wanted her to stop growing. I just wanted to stay tiny forever, but at the same time I want her to grow up. I want to talk about pro wrestling I- I want to talk about her day i want to talk to her about the stars and the trees and all these things that i find so beautiful that the lord has created so it's this weird balance of wanting her to stay this way forever and wanting her to become who she was made to be and i don't know how to deal with that yet you know i, I think that's why i'm out here now is. I'm outside just looking at the sky and looking at the trees. And everything is just so beautiful. And her life, her existence is so beautiful. And I'm just learning to appreciate all these little details of life. And it all stemmed from me learning to love the Lord and, and understand His Lordship to be blessed by his instruction and also to learn how to receive love it's just allowed me to to view life in a completely different different manner I enjoy my friends more I enjoy my job more I just enjoy everything more I enjoy working out, I enjoy eating good Everything's just good right now. And I really feel like this is the best my life has ever been. You know, I know it turns five months tomorrow. And I think you know in another month or two she'll be crawling and you know, just developing and and changing each and every day. And I'm just gonna appreciate it. You know, I'm not one of these pictures that. I'm not one of these guys that takes pictures of everything, that records everything, because I really enjoy living in the moment and I like to appreciate things. I guess that's what I'm going to do. This might sound kind of weird, but it's just how I'm feeling. It's just what's on my heart is that I'm just. I'm deeply in love with her. I'm just madly in love with Amelia in such a unique way that I've, I've never even dreamed of experiencing this kind of love. It's so different from the love I have with my earthly father and my mother. It's different than the love that I have with the Lord. It's, it's different than the love that I have with my wife, who I've known for you know, next year to be ten years that we've been together. I just feel so madly in love with this little being that I see my own features in, that I see my wife's features in, that I see her unique qualities, like her, her little eyes. She's just so easy to love. And I'm just so glad to be alive, experiencing this again it wasn't that long ago that I didn't want to be here I didn't know what I wanted to happen but I didn't want to be here and I wasn't taking care of myself and now I just think that how silly that all was how stupid it all was that I wouldn't reach out for help that I would just dive deeper and deeper into this misery and I look at life and everything. It's just it's so pleasant. I'm just able to find beauty in everything. So, you know, for those of you that have been listening to the first couple of episodes, I'm sorry it took so long to get a second one out. But I really just had to, to work through some things in process and process them process these things in a healthy way to not just process them in my old way of thinking but as a new creation and for the first time in my life i I do feel like i'm a brand new creation in Christ, and that's how i've been having to process these things to process in love in grace and it's taken me a while to understand these things and i'm still learning more and more each and every day, spending time with the Lord, listening to Him, reading the Word, worshiping, quiet time. I'm learning more and more every day how to love and how to be loved. And I mean I think that you know now that I'm I feel like I'm in such a good place. I know there's going to be trials and tribulations to come. You know, the word says it very clearly. But I know that in my heart, God is the God of the mountain and the God of the valley. And I feel safe. I feel protected with Him. I know that whatever happens in this world, the end result is that I'm going to be with Jesus. And there's nothing better than that. So while I'm here, I'm just going to operate in all the joy that I'm supposed to operate in. I'm going to love my wife. I'm going to love my daughter. I'm going to love my family. I'm going to love my kids at school. Man, I have some awesome kids at school this year. It's such a weird year because it's been difficult getting to know all of my kids. Because of you know a lot of them are gone all the time. And, and some of them are at home. And they come back. And they're home again. And they're... Man, the ones that I've really gotten to know, I've gotten to know some of the funniest people. There's just one guy who... He reminds me so much of this comic that I love, Shane Gillis. Uh, I don't know. There's just so many people I think about my first period and how many unique characters there are in right there. I just... Oh, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm a broken record right now, but my God, life is good. It's just good. So again, you know, I apologize for the wait, but... I hope you guys are enjoying these. I don't know if you're... I still don't really know the point of these. You know, if it's for you guys to learn something, if it's for me to learn and digest this, if it's just for me to keep a record of what this is like as a father. I don't know, but I just know that I'm loving. And even throughout these hard times, these these trials that I've, I've been facing, It's just been nice to see the good again. It's been nice to understand that I am loved. So, I want you guys to know that you are loved as well. Even on your darkest days, if you don't feel like you're loved, you are. Somebody out there loves you. For sure the Lord loves you, and you need to know that. And He paid the ultimate price to die on the cross so that you can know that you are love. that you don't have to fear death you don't have to fear sin you don't have to fear all of these negative aspects that life can bring that this world can bring if you're in that place you're going to operate in love and joy one of these days too I believe that with all of my heart so I love you guys thank you for listening and Yeah, I mean I guess that's it. I will see you guys next time.